Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to tonight's edition of True Grit. It's time to drop the hammer. I'm your host, Shane Davis, and former IMCA Modified National Champion, and my sidekick, Pat Moore. How you doing, Pat? I'm doing great, buddy. All right. How was your uh, weekend? Spent the week up at Knoxville for the Knoxville Nationals. It was a great program, as always. If you haven't been up there, highly encourage everybody to check it out. It's just an absolute, unbelievable event. Standing room only. It was absolutely sold out. It sold out um, Friday night for Saturday's program. They actually sold out pit passes even. Oh, my God. How do you it do was, that? It was absolutely no seat left in the house. Sell me a pit pass, and I'll stand on something. Oh, I know. I go down in the pits anyway, but, yeah, yeah absolutely amazing. Show. You know how it works. Well, hey, great uh, weekend of racing, I'm going to tell you. Uh, Friday night, Davenport Speedway, great racing over there. A lot of passing going on, great track. Uh, Sunday at East Moline, good night of racing. Uh, and... Uh, we had some special guests in town this weekend, and Wookie, do uh, we got a picture of that little kid on that go kart that uh, we put up there? How do you like that, man? Uh, Brexton Bush, Roddy Bush's uh, son, rolls into town, goes out to the Viola Boys uh, go kart track, and isn't something we normally cover, Pat? But hey, they're racers too, and yeah. we want to give oh, them a little yeah. props. Went out there That's and good. won his division out there at the uh, Nationals. They had first time they've had the Nationals out there. At Viola Boys, brand new racetrack. They're still getting things sorted out, but a beautiful facility. And it's nice somebody invested money in that. Uh, I think we got another picture too. We had uh, uh, Brexton's dad had to fly in after qualifying, and there's Roddy Bush that? right there with Mom uh, Samantha, and uh, down there in Victory Lane. That is outstanding. I've seen Brexton in Victory Lane at Millbridge, which is right outside of of Mooresville, Charlotte, uh, where most of the guys' shops are. So it's yeah. great to see him come in town and. And Pretty find cool. success. Put it on them. And, you know, it's nice that these cup teams are letting some of their drivers, uh, you know, do a little traveling now, spend Absolutely. a little family time so they can get away from, you know, the cup craziness uh, for a little bit each week. Yep. Uh, what do we got up next, uh, Wook? There we go. And when they got done Saturday night out there at Viola Boys, flew out to Indiana, which is where Roddy Bush's uh, wife is from. And right. uh, did a little cup racing down there. Had a road course set up Got down there. Got to run yeah. the road course. That's yeah. right. And so, man, what a life that uh, young man's leading now. Old Braxton. Oh, I hear and you're you. on the dirt tracks out in the middle of a cornfield in uh, Illinois. And Sunday, you're down at the greatest track in yep. the world. Yep, down running through the infield. Speedway. Yeah. That yeah. place has a has an aura all of its own. Yeah. So, hey, we'll talk about Davenport. Friday night, 120 cars in the pit area. They had the 16th annual Ronnie Whedon Memorial. And, you know, Ronnie, a racing legend around here, uh, boy, had over 500 career feature wins himself. And, you know, I had the pleasure of announcing the race that he uh, broke number 500 in. But uh, great race. Travis Denning picked up the win, started 10th, rolled her up to the front of the pack, and uh, picked off the big win, put a nice feather in his cap uh, in his racing career. Chris Zog from New Liberty, Iowa, started 13th. He got up to 2nd. A lot That's of passing impressive. going on. That is impressive. Very racy track. Austin Bloom started 14th. He finished third. Uh, the real deal, Joe Beal, was fourth. And starting 21st was uh, Mitchell Morris. He rolled home fifth place. So, real racy track that night. And uh, great show to watch at Ronnie Weed Memorial. Uh, we're happy that J&J Camper Sales and Ron Persie support that event financially every year. They added $100 to the top 10 spots. Outstanding. Uh, so, Great guy to have support and racing. Uh, in the IMCA late model, Justin Kai picked off the uh, win. Only led one lap. Got Matt Ryan on the white flag, zipped by him, 
And there's the number 15K. Picked off the win not only at uh, Davenport Friday night, rolls around up to Dubuque Sunday night, picks off the win too. That's a pretty good weekend. It is. Uh, Sport Mod, Tyler Soppy uh, picked off the win, uh, former IMCA Sport Mod National Champion. And then Nick Hicks and the Ghost uh, picked off the Street Stock win. Uh, Sport Compact, it was Josh Riley in the number 86 uh, with a win. So we'll roll on up to East Moline Speedway Sunday night. Gary Webb picked off win number 521. There you go, Wookie. We got a picture of Webb up there. The ageless wonder. It is, man. 72 years old and still winning features. And that guy started seventh, so he drove her wow. up to the front of the pack wow. and uh, did a nice job. Showing the young pups how it's done. He is. IMCA Modifieds, Jeff Bone Larson uh, rolled home second. Uh, Sport Mods was Nathan Bowen-Seifen. Street Stocks, Jesse Owen, the number 95, picked up the win. And that was his sixth win of the 2021 season. Sport Compact, Kyle Hawkins uh, had the big win. And then in Hobby Stock, Jerry Durbin. Made his return to racing and uh, picked off the win up there at East Moline. So no rust whatsoever. Hey, how do you like that? You take all those years off, and now you're back. Uh, then uh, while we got a chance here, let's uh, talk about what went on up at Knoxville, Iowa. The biggest all eyes in the in the racing world, especially considering who won, were on Knoxville. Uh, not to spoil it in case anybody hasn't seen, but um, Kyle Larson won his first ever Knoxville National Saturday night. He's won everything else. Why not the <laughs> Knoxville National? Well, I hear you. Well, and, and let's let's talk for a second about, about his last two weeks. So a week ago Sunday, he wins a NASCAR race on a road course, jumps in a plane, flies to Oskaloosa, Iowa, wins, wins the front row challenge at sure. Oskaloosa. He ran second in his qualifying night at Thursday at Knoxville, just barely, and then won the Knoxville Nationals on Saturday night. Wow. I mean, he, how do you do that? It's a, absolutely unbelievable. And then almost won. He should have won last night back on a road course huh. at the uh, IMS. Fastest car all day long. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. That he last fuel stop, you had to pull in. He had about, yeah. uh, oh, I'm going to say 17 laps left to go. And, uh, my God. Absolutely uh, amazing. Got back out, that uh, restart, the car Went a little high. I don't know if it pushed, running through that uh, track dry. But, hey, yeah. what do you end up with, third? Uh, yeah, third yeah he was third. I, so and I tell you what, not only is he an amazing talent, um, getting to spend just a little bit of time around him, not that I had one on one time, but he's actually a really genuine, nice, good guy, too. Yeah. Very approachable. It's one of the beautiful things about sprint car racing and late model racing is you get that exposure to people. Um, yeah. And even though – and and. You have a talent like that, and he could be isolated and, and spending his time um, doing promotional stuff, but on his off day, he wants to get dirty and race sprint cars. And Pat, every time yeah. he wins a race, his wife shotguns a beer. Yeah, I tell you what. It, That's the kind know, of woman you want to marry. Yeah, without a doubt. And she does it She does it legit. <laughs> she she does. does it legit. And oh, uh, as much as he wins, I can't see that she doesn't have an alcohol problem because, I mean, <laughs> wow, she drinks more beer than I do. It's like, honey, don't yeah. win tonight. Yeah, I tell you what, and, and at Knoxville, um, Kyle Larson, and not that money's a big thing, but uh, he brought home $176,000 oh for his win. Um, and, and Donnie Schatz ran second, gave him everything that he could handle, just about nipped him at the line. Donnie won almost $90,000, $89,000 for second. You know, is that Brad crazy? Sweet, yeah, Brad Sweet got third. It was an absolutely amazing show. Absolutely amazing. So, Pat, that had to be over a million-dollar purse up there oh, at yeah. the Knoxville Nationals. $1.1 million. Is that crazy? First time it's over, ever been over a million dollars for right. the Knoxville Nationals purse. Uh, Rico Abreu won Friday night's program. Um, main sponsor is Rowdy um, Energy Drink. 
lot of people I didn't realize don't realize that Rowdy Energy Drink is actually Kyle Bush. That's yeah. his company. All right. Um, Rico won Friday night. Brian Brown held off Larson, won Thursday night's program after actually there was a huge crash and a fire uh, on the first lap. Thursday night, David Gravel, who was one of the favorites to win, uh, won Wednesday, was in contention to win before he had a motor let go, unfortunately. Okay. Had a giant that tells pile, the story. Giant I looked at the results oil. and, man, yeah. seeing, seeing he was in the back of the pack, and I thought, how did he get in the back? And but now you just coming. explained it. Yeah, and giant puddle of oil underneath the car. So that kind of is pretty self-explanatory yeah. right there, unfortunately. Okay. Uh, switching over to late models, the 39th annual North-South 100 run last weekend in Union, Kentucky. All right. Brandon Overton took it to him, brought home the $50,000 top prize. Wow. Tim McCready second. Uh, Jonathan Davenport third. Jimmy Owens uh, was right behind him. In dirt car racing, uh, Friday night, Highland, Illinois, Brandon Shepard and Bobby Pearson. If you haven't seen this online, I guarantee you will not be disappointed if you look it up. It was a phenomenal wow. race. Kind of a heavy track. Highland, Illinois looks a lot like East Moline, which okay. we'll talk about in a minute. Phenomenal race. Bobby Pierce and Brandon uh, Shepard. Brandon was in his own car. Battled back and forth. Shepard nipped him. Uh, on Friday night, Saturday night, Bobby Pierce was the class of the field down at Peavely. Wow. High All banked right. round. Super fast. Um, yeah, so that was uh, late model racing, national right. late model racing. This week, the, the big boys are out in New York. They run Thursday night in New York, Friday at Williams Grove. That's always a, it's always kind of a weird show. Sure. Uh, at Williams Grove, is, it's, it's a spooky track and a sprint car. I can't imagine trying to run that in a late model. They run there on Friday night, Hartford, Ohio, Saturday, and then Erie, Pennsylvania on Sunday before they head back here uh, for a big program that the eye, all eyes are going to be on the stock car world, without a doubt, for a big event that we have coming right here to the Quad Cities. Here we go, Wookie. What do we got going on in the Quad Cities coming up the next couple of weeks? There, there we, go. we go. All right. World of Outlaws, Horton right. Buildings, Late Models, Davenport Speedway. So we're going to have the World Outlaws rolling into town Thursday, Friday, Saturday, August 26th, 27th, 28th. Let me tell you, we got a live band over there every night that weekend. We're going to be running IMCA Modifieds, IMCA Sport Mods as the sport classes for the World Outlaws. We've got the shed, that beautiful bar they built two years ago, oh, underneath yeah. the grandstand, second to none. Uh, we're going to have live band in the shed all three nights. Now, we got a bags tournament on uh, Saturday. It's going to start noon to 4. Right. We're going to have uh, a car show. It's going to be out there in the front uh, of the main Grandstands, that's going to be noon to four. Without a doubt. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we've got, uh, you know, a lot of ways we're going to take care of the drivers. We're going to have uh, the drivers uh, signing autographs for the kids out there. Yep. Uh, just so many great things coming up those three days. And almost every pit stall, if not or not pit stall, but, but camping spot is already taken, if I yeah. remember correctly. Right. So this is really turning into an, not just a race, but an event. An event, yeah. You know, and I thought of that a lot when we were up at Knoxville this last week, and that's become an event. You know, sure. granted, this is the 60th, but, um, you know, I can see this, this thing getting legs too. And um, not only will all of the big boys be there, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if some of the non-World of Outlaw travelers are in town sure. too. So. It and I'll be, be there. Show. Yep. And coming up Can't this wait. weekend, August 21st, our friend Brent Montgomery Memorial. That's going to be up at Makokota. They're going to have the Holland with Hoker Super Late Models are going to roll into town. And uh, Brent Montgomery, of course, second-generation driver. His dad, D. Montgomery, drove for Bob Erickson Chevrolet, uh, racing yeah. legend in the late model class. The good Lord called him home too early. 
uh, you know, he had uh, cancer. And so they had three boys. There was Jan, the mother. There was Brett, Bart, and okay, now you're going to shoot me. Uh, yeah, I know all three brothers too. But anyway, Brett, uh, Brett Montgomery Memorial will be there this weekend. That's on and, uh, Saturday, right? Saturday. Saturday night. And we're going to be out there checking I'm it out. looking forward to it. Yeah, we'll be making a little sound on the mics. I'm looking forward to so it. So Brad Montgomery's the third one. Yeah, there you go. I'll hear about that. Well, you know, we're just starting out. While, before I forget, um, remind everybody a couple of times, please like and share. Uh, it helps us out more than you realize. If you like, share, hit the smash, the, the share button. Smash the like button or smash the share button? <laughs> share it to your own page. There you go. Yeah, share it to your own page. If you got a favorite page you want to share it to, I share it to about seven pages. I do, too. Uh, we're on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, all that good stuff, uh, Twitch. And so yeah. now it's time to introduce our guest. Tonight we got driver of the number 93, open wheel modified, Matt Werner. Matt, how's it going tonight? It's going real good. Thanks for having me. All right, brother. We're glad, glad you're uh, on the show. Uh, I want to let you guys know we're going to give away some door prizes that are uh, Matt's going to autograph uh, later on in the evening. And so uh, we'll have those questions coming up for you. All you got to do is uh, put your answer in the message board. Now, whoever has the first correct answer on our message board, you know how the internet works. Uh, uh, you know, speeds, you know, you got high-speed internet, your neighbor's got dial-up. Uh, it, it's by how we see it on our board. That's right. right. We'll give away the prize. What and we see is the official. That's account. it. There you go. It's uh, So, anyway, if you want a prize, come on over here to Dunright Studios where we're at tonight, 1414 West Kimberly Road in Davenport, Iowa, and see the beautiful Misty, our receptionist, and you can pick up your uh, prize. Now, we give you one week to pick it up. Uh, the following week, if you don't pick it up, which we all of our prizes have been picked up now, uh, it'll go back into our prize vault. So please, uh, if you want to win a prize, make sure you live here in the Quad Cities and you can get here to pick up your prize. Well, and, and I noticed that all I had to do last week was threaten to hang that banner in the race shop, and yeah. all of a sudden they came and picked it up. Yeah, it's funny, like how that, that. funny how that Come works. Come on. Hey, so uh, <laughs> let's get with it, Matt. Uh, you started racing in 2005. And uh, what piqued your interest in dirt track racing? Uh, I had an uncle that used to take me when I was just a little boy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I must have been seven, eight years old, probably. Okay. And uh, and then I didn't go for a few years. And uh, and then I was actually big into uh, going out to the drag strip and, and uh, playing sure. around out there. And good time. Yeah, I had a old Nova that I used to take really? out there and, and beat on. And you and, still uh, have it? No, no, oh, I don't no. still have it. And uh, used to go out there and beat on that, and I didn't go to the to a dirt track race for for many years. Um, and then uh, drove that through high school and going out there and uh, blew the transmission up on it and yeah. parked it at my brother's house and it sat there. And he said, uh, "Hey, let's uh, pull the engine and the nine inch out of that thing and let's build a build a dirt car." Man, that was in two thousand two. Okay, that and, was a cruiser uh, then. Yes. Right? yes okay. Uh, yep. I remember that. That was a cruiser car. Uh, we run it with the with the uh, street stocks too. Okay. Because uh, otherwise, the only place we could race was bluegrass. Oh, there you go. But uh, I so that, that was thinking it was just going to be kind of a one year wonder thing, and here we are. Was, yeah, here That's we right. are. All these years later. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember you running. Uh, so you ran the street stock, and then you ended up going with the uh, open wheel modified. And that first open wheel modified, Matt, was that your car? Uh, it was okay. Yeah, 2011 was my first uh, modified. It was a, a stealth brand, actually. Yeah. Um, that 
Now, what do you think about the stealth cars? Well, I didn't know anything about a modified then, so yeah. it was kind of it was know, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was fast. Yeah, I was. I mean, I, I won my second night in a modified, so I was like, right, got to be good. Nothing to this. That's right, boy. You, it's just you gotten know, tougher and tougher, I think. It has. You know, I remember uh, Stealth Cars. They were built, you know, up in Centralia, Iowa. Mike Whiteman was the uh, owner of Stealth. Uh, you know, Bob Dominic, he drove with Stealth for a lot of years. Jeff Morris drove one. And I got to tell you, back uh, back in the day, I mean, Morris in the uh, early 2000s, uh, you know, he's cranking off 24, 25 feature wins oh, yeah. a year. And back in the day, I was doing his website, and I did a lot of websites. And, uh, you know, it was, you know, th- those were great cars. And, you know, the nice thing about them was the way they were built, they were very, very safe. Yeah. I mean, they were probably a little heavier than the other cars that were out there, but, man, boy, if you got in the wreck, you didn't have to worry about, yeah. uh, you know. I think they are a bunch heavier than what the cars are today. So. Oh, my God, they were. <laughs> I remember we were running the uh, Hawkeye Dirt Tour, and I was traveling with Jeff Morris back then. And we went up, we won the feature up in Independence and rolled it down the scales. They told me to roll it off and roll it down, roll it off. Now my arms are getting <laughs> sore. I'm like, dude, what is going on here? He said, well, the scale says it weighs uh, 2650. And I said, that's because it weighs 2650. And he goes, well, go ahead and go. And he waved his yeah. on. But they couldn't believe that he won. Uh-huh. And he had a car that was, you know, a couple hundred pounds heavier yeah. than anybody else out there on the racetrack. So, hey, 2010, you're the street stock champion at Davenport Speedway and up at East Moline Speedway. Uh, you know, that's tough to win two championships. How did you make that happen? Yeah, that was. Uh... That was a fun year. It was kind of one of them years. It's it's almost like you couldn't do any wrong. Okay. You know, just everything. Just uh, I begged. Uh, I was real close to Mike Humphrey. Yeah. And I just begged him and begged him for man that guy uh, probably three years to to build me a, a street stock. He didn't what have the time, mind. and you know he didn't didn't really want to do it. But he finally he's like, yeah, let's do it. So yeah. um, actually, uh, Leroy was helping out there uh, quite a bit then, and um, so. Mike built that thing for me, and um, we, uh, I think we started, I think we raced 30 times that year yeah. between the two tracks, and we won 16 features out of Holy cow. Out of 30. I mean, that's unbelievable. That's impressive. It was, it was you know, had a couple DNFs, a um, couple wrecks, you know, yeah. but um, we were we were really strong that year, and it was a lot of fun, and, and then uh, I wish I'd have kept it. Yeah. But um, Mike says, oh, you know, they're talking about getting rid of these, uh, you know, Outlaw street stocks are going to IMCA stock cars. Right. He says you might want to get rid of it while you while you can. Yeah. So that was 2010, and here it is, 10 years later, and they're still, still running. running out. They're still oh, running. Yeah, they're still going to get rid of them. Yeah. Right. And all but, I know, you know, I'd watch that car coming off turns, and you had a lot of forward driving mm-hmm. that car. That thing just stuck. And you know, of course, uh, you know the good Lord called Mike home, but my God, that guy uh, was as smart as they come. Yeah. When it comes to building and tuning up race cars. Yep. Yeah. He was. He was. It was pretty pretty amazing. It was. Very cool. And if you've got any questions for Matt, uh, put them on the uh, message board. We'll get them answered. Uh, you know, if you want to know about his uh, family life, racing career, or anything at all, uh, see several of you guys uh, posting on there right now. Uh, please uh, ask the questions, and we'll get them answered. So uh, tell me about your car owner and your crew, uh, the Myers and, and Mike Werner and, you know, the whole – the whole group of people that you have working on that car, making it go fast. Yeah, so <clears throat> 2012, um, I sold my modified in 2011, okay. um, and uh, I got a late model and uh, had it in the garage and started working on it and tinkering around. I was going to take the year off 2011 to get married and okay. you know, all that good stuff. And, yeah. And uh, 
so we weren't supposed to race and um uh, the Meyer family, Casey, Kyle, yeah. and, and Linda. Um, Casey came up to me and, and uh, asked me to to uh, to drive for him about halfway through uh, about halfway through 2012. Sure. And um, I kind of turned it down for a couple weeks. Really? You know, I just I was just taking a year off. I had my late model and yeah. You know, I just uh, I didn't really know him that well at the time. You yeah. know, um, just kind of getting to know the guys. And um, I pondered it for a couple weeks, and yep. he's like, "Let's go." and I don't know. We ended up running. I don't know. We must have ran 30, 40 nights in the second half of the season. I was wow. supposed yeah. to take the year off. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. But man, I'm going to tell you what. That was a marriage made in heaven. Those those people are willing to spend whatever yeah. it takes. Yeah, to I, put you in a car that's yeah. a rocket. Yeah, they have gave me really good equipment since yeah. since day one. Um, you know, they're never lacking anything. You know, I have no excuses there. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of one of the things you think, oh, you know, we'll go run half season or whatever. You know, right. at the time we had no idea. Um, and, and this is our 10th season together. And Yeah. Is that and, crazy? Uh, yeah. And a partner, are, you know, typically driver-owner relationships don't make it 10 years. Yeah. That's hard. No. Yeah. It really is. They don't seem to. But, we, you know, we've, we've became real close friends, Good. you know, over the years. So it, it goes far beyond, uh, you know, race cars. Beyond racing. You know. Hey, what do we got? Don Fulcher says, uh, what do you do on Sundays, Matt? <laughs> you can tell us. Yeah, uh, Sundays, uh, we go up uh, to uh, Quad City Cartway every Sunday, take the boy up there. Hey, Wookie, and, uh, how about that? We got a picture we, uh, of that go-kart. We spend, white number 93. Uh, we get up there uh, 11 o'clock in the morning every uh, There we go. Every Sunday morning, and we're there till 5, 6 o'clock. There's no rush. We're just... It's just kind of a family a good time. family outing, and and the whole family's there, and some friends, and it's a, it's a blast. We, we really How enjoy it. How old is Miles now? He's he's uh, seven now. You know what? Oh, he had his seven. first win That's last awesome. year in that cart. Yeah. Well, he just started last year. Yeah. 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 He started last year, and uh, he uh, he really took off. You know, he, he caught on pretty quick. You know, did a lot of talking. To Better look out, Dad. Yeah, you know he might be taking that uh, right coming, away from you. Up and coming now, like that? shoe right there. There's a win. That yep, yeah. that's his first. That's his first feature win. That was uh, last year. Yeah. Now, who do we have up there in that picture, uh, Matt? Uh, my wife's in the middle in right. the gray. Um, the one with the, the big smile. Yep, and a uh, <laughs> little girl to the to the left of him. That's uh, that's Riley Erickson. They're they're uh, about best friends. They, okay, they do a lot together. Yeah, um, and then you got uh, Turtle. Okay, my, my brother. He's in the in the hat in the background. Yep, I see him. And then uh, Bryce um, and a couple other kids that uh, they all like to yeah. jump in the pictures. You know, very cool. Well, don't so, tell Turtle. I thought it was your dad. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> we'll keep it a secret, right? Oh, it's, man. It, it's a lot of fun though. I, I I really enjoy doing it. Yeah. And he has a lot of a lot of passion for it, and he likes to work on it and help out. And that's great. No, I see Tyler Schurz uh, up there. Is he still building engines for uh, the go karts? He is. Yes. Yep. yep. He builds. Now, does he build too. your motors? He does. Okay. Yep. All right. He's uh, he's great guy. I mean, it's just his shop is just immaculate, spotless. Yeah, ain't that you know, crazy? It's just, uh, like going in and operating. It, it right? is. It is. It's it's pretty well, neat. Very nice. Well, you know, and, and you know, Hawk Bennett up there says uh, Matt's one of the best and cleanest racers I've watched uh, growing up, and you know, that's one thing about it. I'd like to say there are a lot of them out there, but Matt. You know, I'm going to compare you to uh, John Bull or uh, Doug Crampton. Man, when I see that 93 rolling oh, the like track, that. you race that thing all night long, 
And when you load it up on the trailer, it's not beat to death. You know, it looks beautiful. Yeah. And I mean, that's a testament. You're not out there trying to, you know, drive over the top of people to get to the front of the pack. Yeah. You know, you wait for your moment, make your move. And uh, that's probably what's kept you in that ride for 10 years. Yeah, I, it's just, that's the way I like to race. Yeah. You know, I don't, uh, I, I, things happen. Yeah. You know, you know that things happen on the track, but, uh, but uh, we do, you know, I do my best to, to try and keep it straight and, you don't want to take a watered up mess home every every night. Not at it's, all. Right. It's just too much work and time and money and yeah. You know, it's it uh, is. Today, it takes, my a, God. takes the fun out of it. It know? really right. does. Right. Hey, so Miles, how is he doing in go karts this year? He's he's doing real good. Um, uh, I don't know how many. He's got several wins this year. He's leading yeah. the points in, in the rookie division over there. And does he got more trophies than Dad this year? Oh yes. Oh my God. By far. By far. Oh, but, I uh, love that. Yeah, he's man. doing good. And then uh, here a few weeks ago, we moved him up uh, to the next class up. Okay. Um, just he's actually running both classes, which is a lot of work for Dad. All to right. Keep the thing going all all day long. Yeah. But uh, it's more experience for him, and and he wants to. He wants to be in the cart as much as he can. And very nice. You know, when we're done racing at the end of the day, he wants to jump back in and make practice laps. Oh, you know, geez. he wants Isn't to. That that's passion. He good wants for him. to get better. You know, and the nice thing about Don Fulcher uh, putting his time in up there, I've known Don for a long time. And, uh, you know, he just it's a family affair up there. He gives you guys a place to go race your carts. And plus, you know, you're going to have some of these drivers that are going to move up later on in life. Mm-hmm. And when you look at uh, some of the late model drivers of today, Brian Harris, you know, used to run over there at Mount Joy back in the day because we didn't have yeah. the dirt track up at East Moline. Right. But you've seen a lot of those late model guys that came from – Matt the, Ryan, uh, Chuck, the go-kart, Matt, Matt Ryan, Chuck, right. Chuck, right. and there you go. Well, and, and plus you can see the it's a family affair, and and you get kids involved in racing. It's a family event. You can see just in your victory lane mm-hmm. photo, the whole family's mm-hmm. there, um, and that you know that kind of helps perpetuate the sport. Yeah, so. it is. It really is. It's the go-kart racing is definitely a, a family sport. You know, it's good. So has he been trying to talk his way into your seat yet, or? Uh, I don't know if he'd want my seat because <laughs> mod- modifieds are nothing in his eyes. He, uh, he's, a, yeah. he's a late model guy. There you go. He loves the late models. So. Right. Out of the way, Dad. Taste. Yeah. Yeah. Right. There you go. Get out of the way, Dad. Yeah. Hey, so, uh, Wookie, we got a picture of that uh, modified. You picked up the feature one a couple of weeks ago over at Davenport Speedway. And I like getting right down there and doing the driver interviews. But when I seen your son coming over, I mean, that's a special moment. That's awesome. How did it feel? What were your feelings uh, having your son out there with you in Victory Lane, you spent time with him at East Moline. Now here he was with you over at Davenport Speedway. Yeah, that's uh, that, that was definitely a special one because it's it, sometimes I think he thinks that dad never wins <laughs> because I, I haven't won as many races, uh, you, know, uh, you know, the last few years since he would be able to remember them. Sure. You know, he's been there for a couple, um, but he was he was pretty young. And yeah. then a lot of times he can't go because of, of school right. or whatever sure. else, you know. So I think sometimes he questions, does dad really win races, you know. And <laughs> and, uh, and, and he, he happened to get there, and, and it was pretty special when he come running over that you is know, victory lane. No, yeah. I'm kidding, man. That he, was and that's uh, a memory he'll never forget. Yeah, yeah I just had so. to step away. I thought, man, yeah. I can get a picture of this. This is so cool. Very nice. Uh, so you talked about uh, running the stealth chassis back in the day, and then – you know, for a while, everybody's running Shriox. And, I mean, they, they're selling so many Shriox back in the day that you had to get on a waiting list. Yeah. And you had to have a used one that you drove and kind of figured life out before they'd even sell a new one to mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Uh, 
for the fans out there that don't understand, what changes? I mean, you got a hot chassis for a while. What changes? I, I don't know. I don't know why. Um, it seems like it happens a lot, even you know in yeah. the late models and you know and all of it. They you know you'll have a chassis on top, and then I think they redesign it, thinking that they have everything figured out, and you know we're going to make it that much better, and it and it. Uh, it kind of goes the other way. Yeah, so that's that's the way it went for us with with the with the skyrocket and a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Because man, he went from being on top, you know, like you said, Chris Zog, yeah. New Liberty Iowa ran a skyrocket. A lot of people out yeah. there running them. Mm-hmm. Boy, the next thing you know, nobody's running them. Yeah. And so, I think a lot of times these chassis manufacturers they they think they've got some new latest greatest technology and we're going to change this and that. I mean, uh, we'll talk about a car that that's uh, uh, not built anymore. It was those uh, Moyer cars that came out of Des Moines, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they, uh, you know, they were just trying to float everything. Yeah. I mean, they were, you know, floating the radiator in the car, floating the axe, floating everything. And the car flexed so much that there was no consistency to it whatsoever. And now they're out of business. That's what they, that's what they did with the Skyrockets, too. They just started making them flex so much. And <clears throat> we just lost all feel. Yeah. You know, we just uh, just couldn't get a feel on it. It yeah. just didn't matter what we did. Um, so, Matt, when you're flying out there and all of a sudden you're in the new Skyrocket, you think, man... We're really going to have the world uh, by the butt today. Yeah. And, you know, as a driver, how frustrating is it when you, you're struggling with the car? It was pretty frustrating. I mean, we we, uh, we were asking for a lot of help. We, you know, we were doing everything we could to, to try and get them things figured out. And, sure. You know, and then you start questioning yourself as a driver, too, you yep. know, because you're struggling sure. so bad. It, it's like, is it is it me or is it the car? Or, yeah. Well, then you start seeing, you know, you get on racing junk and there's pages of, <laughs> that chassis and it's like okay you know, okay. maybe that, maybe that makes sense maybe you know but but it was uh it was truly a blessing in disguise because um timing worked out um humphrey was down there working for stucky what right. building building mm-hmm. them cars man and um i kept asking again i kept asking mike hey build me a modified um and he says oh the only way i'm gonna do it is if it's on a on a chevy stub and i'm like well perfect you know and right he um came in town and it was 2015 he came in town and spent two weeks and built this car put sheet metal on it everything took off went back to Stucky's, left us a car that had wasn't even powder coat or nothing we tore the whole thing back apart and you know and uh and then got everything painted and put back together and and uh that was that was a really good car so it 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 was really a, a blessing that we struggled in the skyrockets because timing wise we yeah. we got mike to come back and Good. build that modified very and, nice uh, it worked out really well so is that still the car that you're running today no um, what do you run we still have now? that car it's actually we have that car I, that car is never going to go anywhere it was um special car it was a very special yeah. car mike's gone yeah I mean, my guy. He, he started he actually was in the process of building us another new one i he had got started on it. I don't know how far he got, but he was going to build that down in Louisiana. Okay. Um, he actually had a few guys down there wanting him to build modifies too, so I think he's going to jig it and stuff. I don't know. Yeah. But um, then, then that's when he uh, passed away. Yeah. Um, so we ran that for <clears throat> uh, three years. Okay. And, um, and then we, uh, Mike kind of turned me on to getting a, a – he pushed me to get a Mark Bush car before he built our modified for us. Okay. So then once once Mike was gone, it seemed like the right thing to do was was give Mark Bush a call, yeah. you know, yeah. and and, and uh, go that direction. Sure. And it was a little risky because he had no IMCA cars. Oh boy. He didn't he didn't build any IMCA cars, right. but um, I 
you know, we like to be different, I guess. That's sure. why we wanted the only modified that Mike built. Right. You know, the, yeah. only, sh- the, only, the only Chevy stub modified that Mike built. You know, it yeah. was, um, there was no chick or nothing. He just threw that thing together. How about but, that? Uh, and then we struggled in them. Again, we struggled in the Mark Bush cars. They just, we just couldn't get them to just go on, get on, the, uh, on the hard tires. Okay. So, but now we're now we're in a rage. We got a rage um, oh in, in October from Those from, from Andy Eckridge. And, oh, um, I mean that thing. It, it feels so much like that Mach One. It's just you make an adjustment, you can feel it. Yeah, okay. Spencer man. Dirks. Look at him, man. He's yeah. been on fire in that car. I mean, yeah, we really like it. The problem is with that we're we're a little behind everyone. Everyone's had them for a few years, you know. Right. So we're we're but still building. Fast. We're still building our notebook. Yeah, so that's okay. Yeah. Hey, we want to give away a couple of T-shirts and their WDRL. Uh, World Dirt Racing League uh, T-shirts. They'll be here at the studio. If you win one, we're going to have Matt autograph it. So the first question we got, and you can post your answer right there on the message board, is uh, career feature wins for Matt. We need a number. Total feature victories. Total feature victories for Matt. We're going back to the street stock days. Uh, You know, everything he ever won in. We need a number. Total feature wins. And how are they going to enter, Shane? Well, put it right there in the message board. And type right. it in. As soon as we have a winner, we'll let you know. And, uh, boy, Carl, good guess. Cat Todd's got a good guess. All right. So, uh, yeah, Carl joining us there on YouTube. I like that. You know, you talked about running up there at, uh, uh, you know, at East Moline, Davenport, all, and Tipton, and all the different tracks you run at. Uh, do you like quarter mile tracks or half mile tracks better? I, I, I struggle on half mile tracks. Okay. Um, I just, I don't have a lot of experience in them. Sure. Um, okay. I do have one win on a half mile, and that was out at Knoxville, um, yeah. Illinois, at the fair right. race. Okay. Um, that was a UMP deal. Um, but uh, other than that, we just don't run, we just don't run them a lot. Yeah. You know? um, I, I, younger, I, or, you know, a while ago, I was always had to be quarter mile point and shoot, you know, because I, grew up going to East Moline. Yeah. Right. And That's I mean, what that it was. was. That was the only race there was, you know. But, That's right. Uh, but now I, I like the momentum stuff. You know, the, I like the three ace. I like, yeah. um, you know. All the different tracks that are out there. That yeah. Just kind of in between. I know we used to go up to Boone Island race, uh, and I always liked Boone. Boy, there was a lot of bite in that racetrack. And I always figured they put a lot of bite in that track. If there was anybody out there running traction control, and nobody runs traction control, that right. they wouldn't have an advantage because sure. there was a lot of bite in the racetrack. So uh, that was uh, one of my favorite tracks. Uh, we're looking at all the guesses on there. You guys are getting close, but uh, not quite there yet. Not quite there yet. Keep on guessing. Uh, there we go. Yeah, Thad Wilson, you are right. Uh, or uh, Don Fulcher, Thad Wilson was one of the first guys to have one of those stealth cars and go real fast and win a lot of races right here in the Quad Cities. So uh, we talk a lot about Matt. A lot of the drivers we've had in here have had racing superstitions. Do you have any racing superstitions? Yeah, I'm not a real stu- superstitious guy. Okay, ever. all right, that's okay. Although, I, <clears throat> a little higher, Mike. Yeah, last week uh, or the Tuesday we won over there in Davenport. Yeah, I uh, happened to go to Culver's and, and eat lunch. You know, it was so you had to start lunch, eating. So I hit the drive-through, you know. Yeah, and uh, I ran into someone there, and they said, "Oh, you know, you win tonight, you're gonna have to start eating Culver's every time on race day." You know, <laughs> so I. Uh, Friday, I went back to Culver's and, and had Culver's for lunch again in the drive-thru. Same Not thing. Sure, it's getting hot. The problem is I went backwards. Oh, so, man. Uh, what happened? So that, that's burned up. You're the wrong food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you know, it's crazy. I love that. You know, we've had a lot of drivers come in. They've talked about, you know, yeah. some of their superstitions. And I think, Pat, who are the most superstitious people out there? Baseball players and racers. There you go. <laughs> yep. That's the way it is. That's right. Ray Gus Jr. Yeah, yep. he was one he's, of them, he's too. very superstitious. Uh, Carl, you're oh, very close. Joshua, you are Joshua, close. Joshua, you're very close. All right. Joshua's got it. 58. Go. Ding, 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 ding. Joshua, we're going to put your name down here. And... Uh, we will have that on a T-shirt. Yeah. And if you swing by the studio here uh, sometime uh, during this week, we're at 1414 West Locust Street. Right down the street from the racetrack. Right down from the racetrack. And uh, you can pick up your free T-shirt. Uh, and now I don't know. I think we've got two X's over there, and we've got, you know, a large. And so you're going to get whatever's over there, and we'll have Matt autograph those. Second question, and we'll keep on talking. What year was Matt's first victory? Very first victory. So, Matt, as we continue to talk, do you have any other hobbies besides uh, dirt track racing? Is there time for that? Yeah, I mean, you know, there isn't any time. (laughs) You know, my brother and I, we used to race around the clock. And we'd go home, back the trailers in the uh, garage, and just load the trucks up with, uh, you know, fishing poles Mm -hmm. and the tackle box. We'd go fishing. And we're sleepy. We know we got a full day yeah. tomorrow, but we go fishing. Yeah, I, I used to do a lot of fishing before I started racing. All right. um, now I'd say, you know, camping. I like to go camping. If, if we got a weekend off from, from racing, I like to <clears throat> load the, the wife and the boy up. And, and Bob Danielson, you that? are the winner. 2005. Look at that. You're like a sniper. Yeah. We are going to put you down Second for one of those shot. t-shirts, Bob. Very nice. And you can pick it up right down here at Dunright Studio. 1414 West Locust Street, right next to Dittmer's gas station, but right down the road from the racetrack. Final question we're going to ask uh, uh, to give away this certain final T-shirt. What is Matt's favorite racetrack? So tell us something nobody uh, knows about you, Matt. Oh, boy. You got something? We've had drivers come in and say, Oh, I played hockey in high school, or <laughs> yeah. I played baseball, or wrestled. And... Yeah, something some, most people probably don't know about me because you know it's, uh, I used to play uh, the drums for a lot of years. Really? Um, yeah, I started. Uh, How'd you get cool. into drums? I don't know. My mom brought me a drum set home, and okay. I started beating on the thing. I don't know. I must have been six, seven years old, and I yeah. played, you know, clear up to high school. Did your mom buy the drum I, set? Yeah. She yeah, probably was, regretted that at some I'm, point. I'm yeah. on the bet, so. Yeah. The bet, so, so, so she has a halo, is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. She, she drug me over to lessons once a week, you know, nice. for nine, ten years straight. You oh, know. man. Wow. Um, but uh, That is I, real cool. I guarantee I couldn't do it now. Yeah. <laughs> I think any mom that buys her, her son a drum kit, is they, they have a special place in heaven yeah. right yeah. next to racing moms. Yeah, so. yeah. Still no correct answer up there my, for the my uh, mom, favorite race. My track. mom got teased relentlessly at Knoxville. Donovan Werner, you got it. Hey, look at that. Tipton. My mom got teased relentlessly about how many miles she walked per night at Knoxville back and forth across the pit area when we were racing. So, <laughs> Yeah, I had my, uh, my son bought a drum set for my little granddaughter. Yeah. And uh, they've got it at our house. And so I got to listen to... Little Isabella banging on those drums, and I thought, oh, my God, uh, these things are just going to disappear one of these days. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to buy her something honey. else. Yeah, the stick's broke. Yeah. How'd that a swimming pool or something. How'd that but, happen? Uh, yeah. So, Matt, yeah, Donovan got that right. Tipton. Tipton's your favorite track. Tell us about that. Why Tipton? Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I just something about it. I like uh, I like the slick surface. Um, you wouldn't know it from my performance on on Friday, but uh, Doctor Al always gives you a smooth track. Yeah, it's yeah. So it's I, just smooth. Yeah, we used to. Uh, I mean, we used to drive past Davenport from you know from Kelowna area um, yeah. to drive to, to Tipton and wow. and race every week. You know, yeah. I just uh, I, I like the. It's just a lot of finesse, you know. You just sure really, really got to tiptoe around the place and be patient, and I just that's that's what I like. It just to kind do. of fit your driving style. Yeah, I just I enjoy it. Yeah, it's a little tougher, but I enjoy it. So. Well, they're going to have that fall bash, uh, yeah. dark side fall bash yeah. coming up this year, and man, that's always a real popular. It event. is. We have a, a lot of drivers there. out there. We yeah, have a good time. You're going to have that on your schedule this year. Oh, absolutely. Man? Okay, yeah, without I, a doubt. Yeah, All that's right. So. Uh, we talked about uh, quarter mile or half mile. Uh, tell me what your best moment in racing has been so far. Oh, best moment in racing. Um, I'm not a big points guy. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it sometimes turns into that just because you run the same tracks weekly. Right. You know, but I uh, don't like to get too involved in it. But um, probably... Uh, Probably 2015, um, we were in a real tight points battle with um, with Greg Durbin. Okay. Um, and I think we went into the night a couple points down, actually. And uh, again, I, you know, it, obviously you're getting down to the end of the season. You're you're right. looking at points, yeah. right? You know, if you're right there. And um, uh, that phone call to Mike Humphrey after the race, you know. Tell him that we that we won the points in this car that he came back and threw together. Oh my know, gosh! It's it pretty special. You know, he that used to be always my favorite phone calls, good or bad. You know, calling Mike and yeah, and telling him how how the nice. how the night went. You know, he was he was pretty stoked. He gets pretty excited for people. So. You know, and Mike always uh, you know he had a way of lifting your spirit, and uh, you know helped me tune the car up to get you out front. And I mean, any of the cars that he touched, uh, you know, were rockets and. He uh, had a special talent, and, you know, he was called home way too soon. Yeah. Hey, Jeff Hollowell wants to know, whatever happened to that old late model? The old late model. I don't know if he's talking about the late model I actually had in my garage and never pulled out. or Yes. Or the, so, yeah, so you never did put it together. Yeah, no, we kind no. of skipped over that. Yep. No, I, uh, like I said, this this thing came together with, with yeah. the Meyer family, and, um, you know, I I – got hooked on modifieds, you know, I had already sure. had one and, and, uh, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, truthfully, I guess the, the reason I was going to go to late model was just, uh, you know, better payback. Sure. You know, that's, that's the truth sure. of it, you know, on, yeah. on a low budget, I was, I was looking at you know, how much money you can get back, Right. Yeah. you know, so it's not that I'm a big late model guy, you know, but, uh, um, so we just, uh, what did I do with that? Honestly, I don't remember. I obviously sold it, but I don't sure. remember where it went to or anything. <laughs> sure. So I never right. got real far on it, you know. Yeah. But uh, all right. Hey, uh, the other question I'd have is, uh, you told us about your best uh, moment in racing. What was your worst yeah. moment in racing? Ooh. One. Yeah. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> we got, if you got a couple, we have we have time. Oh man. Often they're <laughs> the most interesting. <clears throat> worst moment in racing. Right. Well, that's a tough one. Hey, yours might have been at the Knoxville National rolling that sprinter when yeah. you and our old buddy Doug Wolfgang got yeah, together was, in the B main. 
best and the worst right there yeah, together. Was. Yeah, that's your uh, <laughs> call to fame. Yep, I have another one of my worst is on the front straightaway at Knoxville. Oh, man. got into an altercation with uh, one of the outlaw drivers. Oh, okay. Not gonna name names, but yeah, yeah. that yeah. happens. Yeah, yeah. I probably I've only you know I've never been I've never flipped or anything. Um, the closest I ever got uh, was up at East Moline. There was a big pile up and and uh, and I came in got stuck right in the middle of it and laying on my side, you know, strapped in the car. And it was, it was a little sketchy because I'm sitting there watching fuel pour out of the carburetor, you know, yeah. on, onto the sure. header. You know, that, that panic, is scary. Panic a little bit. Right. You know, but I didn't panic too bad because I didn't get out of the car. They set me down carefully and I fired it back up and finished the race. But, Did you really? Yeah. Oh, no way. Man. Wow. Now that's, now that's a cool an story. Right there. That's right. Iron Man. Wow. Yeah, that's all, what all, True Grit's wow. all about. All the, all the pit guys turned around. They were walking back to the pits, you know, figuring I was going to get towed back, and, and I never showed up and stayed out there and finished the race. Like, what How the heck? About where's, that? where's Matt? Wow. Yeah. 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 Man, don't mess with that Matt guy. Yeah. Holy cow. Yeah, right. Roll yeah. it over. Oh, man. Fire it up. Hey, Matt, you raced uh, UMP and you raced IMCA modified. Uh, what do you like? Uh, and what do you like about IMP, IMCA versus UMP or vice versa? I guess you know the IMCA. Yeah, I mean it's it's closer to home. Sure. Um, I, I do. I do actually. I like the crate. The, the crate deal. I think that's. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, I think it's been big for modifieds. You know, there's just it's really cut back on the in, engine maintenance and how much work it is. Yeah. And, you know, it's uh, that that part of it's pretty easy. But man, nothing beats a, a high horsepower. Oh, you know, no kidding. Aluminum headed engine. Oh um, man, so, they just sound sweet. You know, I, I wish we lived closer to to UMP country because right. we were we would be there. Yeah, you know, very cool. We would be there. We still got our UMP engines and stuff. Oh, so, you do? Yeah, yeah. So we, I would definitely do it in a heartbeat. Uh, it, I, I I don't like the I don't like the time trialing and stuff of it. Sure. Um, I guess partially because I'm also a race fan. Yeah. And I don't like seeing the fast guy start I don't, up front. But I, also in IMCA, I don't like to be the guy that's starting twelfth. That's starting twelfth. Yeah. Right. So yeah. it, it's it's it goes both ways. Yeah. When the especially when the fast other fast guy happens to start in the pole, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Todd Malmstrom yeah. said the only cars he had were Mach ones built by Mike Mike Humphrey, and he had two new cars from him. Wow. And then uh look at Joe says, uh wrecking the street stock at Davenport two thousand ten. Last points night, so that must have been a bad night. Yeah, was that the last points night that happened? Oh yeah. boy, yeah. that uh, that sounds like uh, bad news here. Yeah, uh, you know, you know, one thing you talk about, like uh, Hoffman, Nick Hoffman. You know, here he is. You know, he won. You know, twelve in a row, whatever it was. But I can tell you, from a fan's perspective, you know, he's hot time every night. He's sitting on a pole. It's a uh, it's a hell of a lot easier to win from the pole. Right. And I get that I've started on the pole before in open shows and you gotta maintain that pole. Mm-hmm. You got the you know, the big dogs all over you. But uh starting twelfth, you know, inverting the top uh twelve, top uh ten, whatever, you know, they're doing these days, I think it's top twelve. Uh it's a hell of a lot better for the fans watching that it guy is. start twelfth and have to work it his is. way through the field. Is it, you know, you can be, you know, the hottest thing on uh, dirt track, but starting 12th, man, you got some. Today, I look at those cars, uh, and what's changed is, you know, when I was driving, there was probably, 
Yeah, I'm going to say five, six, seven guys that were real fast. You know, Bob Pierce had an open wheel modified, and it was uh, sponsored by A1 Heating and Air Conditioning. And uh, he was, you know, real fast on the national tour. And there were guys like that. But today it seems like when I looked at we had 32 uh, modifieds at Davenport last Friday night. I'm going to say probably 25 of them. I mean, they were fast. Yeah. yeah. They almost could have won the feature. Yeah. Well, and the fact that we had 32 of them is impressive right there. Right. And that's, that's incredible. You know? Yeah, it's, 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 definitely, it's definitely a lot tougher, you know, as a driver to, to start 10th or 12th or whatever sure. it is. Um, so I think it's tougher to get consecutive wins that way because things really got to fall your way. Right. You know. Um, and you don't see but, those guys uh, running the IMCA mods. You know, I, I'm not seeing the guys getting 20, 25 wins a season. Unless you're Bone Larson. Right, unless you're Bone Larson. <laughs> and he's, you know, he's special. And, uh, uh, you know, there's a few of them out there. My God. Right. Uh, there's not know, very many of them that, that get it, it just ain't happening a lot today. of feature wins. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's hard. Hey, oh, one of the things we always like to ask, the car number. Where did your car number come from? What's the story behind, behind the number? That's actually uh, Donovan Warner that just won. Yeah. Um, that's my nephew. Okay. And when I started racing, he was my only niece or nephew is, is at the time. Yeah. Um, and, uh, his uh, birthday, September 3rd. Okay. So, hey, how about that? So that's, how about uh, that? Very that's cool. That's where that came from. Very cool. Yeah. Now, Pat, when you guys were on sprint cars, the mowers, yeah. you know, you didn't have like number one, two and three. And yeah. And it's funny how, how often and that's one of the reasons that we like to ask that is because there's almost always a story there. It's either a family number or the number comes from, from somewhere. Yeah. Actually, growing mm. up, my family always ran car numbers in the 90s, um, and there was a story behind it. But um, And then in the, in the 80s, we actually got away from that because we kind of thought it was bad luck. And so we started in the my, – my dad actually kind of broke the mold and jumped uh, – out of the 90s and renumbered his car 2x and shane i know on on social media you've shared this a couple of times he actually had a a cousin who was a cousin technically of his dad yep. that ran sprint cars right after world war ii that right. was number x2 yeah and so he actually cool. renamed the car renumbered the car rebranded our cars 2x in memory of him oh how nice and is then that? we then the sister car was number one or number three and uh, that's always been our family car. Is, and I actually ran the number one for a long time. Sure. And then um, now back in the family, 2X car. So, yeah, yeah that's actually where it came All right. from. All cool. right. Hey, uh, what do we got? Joe says, we get Frank's dinner after every win. <laughs> so they're probably really on you when you don't, when you got a dry spell there, man. Yeah, yeah. Every, we go pick a, pick off a win, and, and it's always winter, winter chicken dinner. We like to go down to Frank's <laughs> Pizza. And, nice. And, uh, nice. You know, we'll, We'll Love take uh, the big group of us and go down there uh, and drink bush lights and eat chicken. So I got to tell you, you know, I'm Too 62 years things. old, but I remember as a kid, they're running figure eights up at East Moline Speedway. And they, back then, Skip Chick was a promoter. And he would give away uh, free Frank's pizza to the first rollover of the night. Now, I don't know what my dad <laughs> did to this old 53 Chevy he ran, <laughs> but that thing had more dents in the roof than a car ran through a hailstorm. Because he'd go out in his heat race and dump it over. And then, uh, you know, we had our free pizza, and then he'd go back down to Pitts. I don't know if he <clears throat> took the shocks off of it or what he did, but he'd run like a bear in the feature. But boy, in the heat race, he was going over on his lid. Yeah, that's but awesome. And we had, ate a lot story. of Frank's pizza. So that tradition, uh, you know, it's been around for a lot of years. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, they have great, great food down there. The Stromboli sandwich, the pizza, oh, yeah. the 
I mean, anything that got down there, Franks. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, that is awesome. And Ron's yelling at me because we haven't got ch- our chicken dinner since our hey. win, win last Tuesday. Hey. All so right, something's up here. Maybe he's wondering where it's at. Maybe that's what happened Friday. Yeah, yeah. that's probably it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. You don't mess with stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. I sound superstitious, don't I? Yeah, Pat. <laughs> yeah. You know how it is, man. We all have. Them. You know, we were talking to Gary Webb. He was talking about how he taped over his odometer on his pickup truck because when he pulled in the racetrack, if it was on an even number, he thought he was going to have a bad night, and an odd number would be a good night. Yeah. And it got in his head. So he's, man, I'm putting tape over it. I don't even want to see the number. <laughs> but, you know, there's, I remember, uh, you know, in 1987, I won uh, 36 features, and we were just on fire. We couldn't do anything wrong. But I'll tell you one thing. Uh, the T-shirt and the underwear I wore underneath my fire suit. Oh, yeah. We yeah, won yeah. opening night at East Moline. I thought, okay, can't take it off. Uh, that was on a Sunday night. We went to National Tuesday in Princeton, Illinois. And I passed Bob Pierce on a white flag and we won a feature. And I said, now I can't take it off. That's right. And my wife's like, hey, can we wash them things? Or I said, no, no, you can't wash them because it's going to change. Yep. It'll take all the magic out of it. That's right. You know, I and I had a favorite uniform that I always wore. It was my, my lucky uniform, kind of yeah. the same thing. And so when we got sponsors and stuff like that, it was that was hard to change because especially coming into something like the Nationals where you need so much luck that – you know, this is a brand new, or, uh, you know, like the guys that a lot of times are wearing white uniforms, and it's like, you know, that's a terrible luck, yeah. you know, or whatever, whatever. It's Normally, it's just in here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but just in your head. Be that, as so that being said, man, have you ever won the race uh, at the Boone Super Nationals? I have not. It's, and that's it's, something you got to do Definitely, sometime. It's definitely on my bucket list. I mean, now uh, you got a crate motor. I mean, yeah, man, yeah. you're fast. Every every year we, we talk about, oh, man, yeah. we got to do that, and then and we just don't ever end up going or doing I, I think we always um you know it's hard for some of the help you know the guys back yeah. in the shop to be able to get the the week off so we're always like well you know we can go run you know three two-day specials sure you know with this right. and have the same amount of nights is what it's gonna you know we're gonna go do there and spend sure. all week you know it's, it's you know and really you talk about luck you're gonna have luck up there yeah, man when you have yeah. You know, back in the day, they used to have 400 modifieds. Now they get about 300 of the uh, IMCA modified sport mods are getting about 200. But you're talking about 800 cars there that you're going to see race that week. And so the racing's phenomenal. And, you know, it usually starts at, you know, 3 in the afternoon. Uh, and, right. well, start hot lapping at uh, noon, then 3 in the afternoon they're racing. And, I mean, there's going to be nights you're there till midnight, 1 in the morning. Right. And it's just a great time. And we... We used to take our motor home every year, and we just park it. Uh, we had reserve spots probably about two rows back from the grandstands. But my God, it's something you got to do once. Yeah. Just do it once. That's well, and, all. And, and, and I hope you know, when you put those numbers into perspective, if you think about it, you can have a phenomenal week. Yeah. And you know what it's like being in the back of a field, and you see, you know, twenty cars ahead of you, and you're like, "Good <laughs> Lord!" But can yeah. you imagine? You imagine that you have a pretty decent week, and you're fiftieth. In yeah. points, and and you're you're a ways up there. But if you line those cars out, you would be like, "Holy cow! There is no way I'm getting." You know, I'm fiftieth. Yeah. That's what there. makes that so impressive. You know, Mike saying, "Shane, you going to Boone with us to draw?" Yeah, Here's the go. funny thing about drawing. Now, Spencer Dirks was rolling in the gate. Uh, yeah. This has probably been about three, four weeks ago, and he says, "Shane, you draw for me." In fact, it was up West Liberty. We're running the show. Right. I pull the number. I pull a number two out for. Yeah. Me. So uh, we end up. We were at Liberty again. It's been a few weeks ago, probably three weeks ago. And I had a guy come through the gate. He said, man, I seen you draw for Spence. Pull a number out. There's 50 in the hat. I drew 23. I said, man, I feel terrible. And he said, you know what? That's better than me. I usually get 50. 
But I got to tell you, back in 1987, I'm going to say it was, Kenny Schrader's driving the Junie Dunn lobby car, the number 90 Red Baron pizza car. And so he's also got a late model they put together for him. And it's Red Baron Pizza 59 over at Davenport Speedway. So they fly Kenny Schrader in on this uh, biplane. And they land on the half-mile track at a backstretch. <laughs> he gets out, jumps in this car to race it. And I had a fuel pump problem on my car. So I'm down there dinking with fuel pump. They keep calling me. You know, you got to come out and draw. Last chance, come out and draw. Well, finally, I got the fuel pump uh, situation figured out, fired it up. Fuel pressure's great. I go up there. They said... Every number is gone, but there's only one number left in the, the bag. They reached in, pulled it out, number one. Oh, oh no wow. way. I said, oh, wow. my God. I said, you know what? Wow. I'm going to have fuel trouble every week there now because uh, I want to get the last number. But I, I would like to see my average uh, pill draw. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's – What is it, Matt? It's awful. You do terrible? Oh, it's – Then it's, here you got to change something. It's absolutely terrible. Now, I'm not kidding you. When I was drawing – and, you know, Pat will talk about this, too. That's right. Hey, if you always draw bad with your right hand, go to your left hand. you got to change hands. Be conscious of what you're doing. If you always dig deep in the bag and you get a bad number, take it off the top. Well, that's I, so I, I try and change it up, and I, yeah. I wouldn't pull off the first chip I grab. You know, you got to drop that one okay, back. Okay, there you go. That was one. probably the one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll draw a bag going in the gate, and, uh, you know, and, oh, man, we got to race our way into this, you know, and, Yep. Into the redraw. Okay. And and we'll get a redraw, and then I still draw 11 or 12, you know. Ah, man. I actually had, up at Knoxville one time, actually had the, the pill draw lady tell me, oh, I didn't realize we had a number that high in there one night when I drew. <laughs> I said, Lord, if I, and we always qualify at Knoxville, I said, if, if I draw a number any higher than that, I qualify tomorrow. <laughs> right out loud. Time trial tomorrow night. No, but, uh, but, Matt, we had talked about kind of a bucket list with Boone, if you had a, a genie lamp and you got to rub it and poof, you had a, a wish where you got to, no matter what class, you got to run, no matter what budget, you got to run wherever you wanted in any class, any event, what would it be? Well, I don't know. I think uh, I really like the, uh, you know, if I could take an open late model of the Prairie Dirt Classic and oh, man. beat her on that, be that nice? place, that would be, nice. uh, oh, my uh, that would be pretty awesome. I, I think that would be a lot of fun. That would be. Um, yeah. Yeah. That would probably be. Well, with what team? I don't know. Just yeah. give me a good. Just give me a good. Good equipment. All the PDC. Nice. Yeah. You know the thing is, fun. Matt. You. You know you're a smooth guy, so you're a. You know a Bob Pierce, esque type driver. You know you're smooth, so I think you'd be a good fit in a late model. Yeah. You know you're not out there. You know run the yeah. wheels off of them and. And uh, bring it home with no fenders or doors on it. I mean, you know, we talk about the Prairie Dirt Track Classic. I mean, Bobby uh, Pierce's car after that race. Uh, yeah. No right rear quarter yeah, panel. Yeah, no quarter panel. Part of the yeah. door. There and making. Yeah. And it's like, ah, you, you don't need that Did you anyway. see the late models yeah. at the north-south? Yeah. Mean, they didn't have any yeah. deck left on them. The, the <laughs> right. roofs were caved in. They were yeah. beating the wall so hard. It was. Oh, my God. Yeah. Always getting a little uh, a little punchy there. Yeah, <laughs> Matt, the clock's winding down, yeah. so we're, uh, we're going to wrap things up here. You got any messages that you want to give to the fans out there? Uh, you know, in closing, sponsors. You want to make sure. Yeah, no, I just uh, I got to thank uh, again the, the Meyer family, Casey, Kyle, Linda. Um, they've been they've been great. You know, giving me giving me good stuff and good. Uh, great sponsors. Um, it's uh, all the guys. You know, I got I got some really good help at, at the shop. 
Ron and Joe and, and Turtle, and it's, uh, it's it's a lot of fun. We're having fun this year. So Great so. news. And I guess the closing words for me would be uh, Dunright TV sponsors this. We're in the Dunright studio right now. I'll tell you a big thing that's uh, changing in their world. A couple of things. Metronet is now in Rock Island, Illinois. How about so they that? started out selling Metronet on the Iowa side of the river, and now it's happening in uh, uh, in Illinois, too. So, hey, give us a call over here, 563-355-7490. You can go to our website, www.dunrighttv.com. I have Metronet fiber at home. Yeah. And that thing, uh, the other thing I'd say is we've had a lot of people that have been buying outdoor antennas you know mm-hmm. they've got a hundred mile range on them you cut the cable bill i mean you're just watching the 36 channels you get for free which pat when you and i were growing up i got three <laughs> four six and eight right and eight. then when we got a fourth man we thought we were living high on the hog yeah and you had to you know put tin foil on the rabbit ears <laughs> and move in the right direction and pat stand right there until the game's over and yeah, that's right but that's no right. it's uh 250 if you want one of those antennas installed on your house hooked up to two tvs and I can tell you there are two people over in Rock Island that I talked to that had them installed. They were in and out, ran the cable where you won't see it, hooked them up. And I sat down with one of them, and I watched TV before the crew left. And there was a basketball game on. It was in the playoffs. Right. And, boy, that picture was just beautiful. So, uh, yeah, you pay 250 but the rest of the year you got no bill. And the picture quality, like you said, is absolutely amazing. It really is. Yep. Absolutely amazing. So give a call at Dunright TV one more time. Uh, that's going to be 563 563- Three five five seven four nine zero, right over here in Davenport, Iowa, on Locust Street. Pat, uh, one more point and shout out uh, on social media. Please make sure that you like and share. Uh, it helps us out a ton. Whether you're watching us on Facebook or uh, YouTube, Spotify. If you're on YouTube, uh, you can click the subscribe button. That helps us as well. Share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Uh, the more, the merrier. Get more people involved and help protect perpetuate racing and and help our our area racing continue to grow all right hey with that being said uh friday night we're gonna have season championship at davenport speedway come on out bring the family support your local dirt track saturday night we'll be up in mcoconut iowa at the Brett montgomery memorial uh and we're gonna have those hoker trucking east late models out there so it should be a great show and in two weeks we're gonna wrap up uh uh, we're going to have that three-day World Outlaw show over at Davenport Speedway, and it's going to be best of the best of the best. Uh, man, we got live bands all three nights. We're going to have all the fair vendors set up outside. We're going to be selling fair food out there. We're going to have a car show, a bags tournament. Uh, just, just a lot. Jeff Hoker told me he's got a guy coming in, a chef, that's going to be grilling for his seven cars <laughs> that are going to be there running that race. Wow. That man. Wow. We'll try to get some time with some of the some of the – Big boy, late model guys, too. All right. Well, hey, God bless all you great race fans. Thanks for checking us out. Matt, thanks for being on the show tonight. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's Uh, been a pleasure, Matt. Shane talking for Pat and I. uh, We'll be seeing you around the racetrack. Good night.